Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome um, to the GSP, a uh, new podcast that um, my name is Gopal that's trying to start up right now uh, with my fellow friend, uh, Shalajan. Uh, Shalajan, say hello. hello. What's going on, guys? Thanks to everyone for tuning in, if you have, uh, to the inaugural episode here. Let's, uh, let's have some fun. Yes, as you can see, it's a work in progress already. So <laughs> we're just trying to um, showcase what our knowledge and, and our passion for sports is. And hopefully you'll enjoy that and join us on our journey. Um, Love it. So, uh, Football, like speaking right to that, I mean, if we want to build off of that there, um, mm-hmm. why don't you tell me a little bit about how your passion for sports began and what, what sports mean to you in your life right now? Yeah, so a little introduction to my sports endeavors is um, um, when I was a little kid, um, what brought me to the sports genre, as you may say, it was Hockey Night in Canada. Um, As a kid, you watch CBC cartoons or CBC Disney movies or whatever that came on during the day. Um, And then right after that, Hockey Night in Canada came on and that's what started my passion for sports. it just um you you start watching and you're like these two people playing on ice or like ice and they're skating and like you're asking what the hell is those like how are they sliding on how are ice? they doing this yes yeah. and hitting each other obviously it's the hitting each other I think we always <laughs> as a young kid we're always we're up to play fighting and everything so we're saying oh what grown grown people adult people are beating beating each other up and playing with the sticks and playing around with a, like a hockey puck and trying to score goals. So it was like what drawn me, what draw, drew me to it was like, it was a game, the gaming aspect of it. Um, Fair enough. How about you, Shai? What led uh, you for to me? You? Yeah, for you, uh, for me, man, it was baseball for sure. Um, you know, I was six when we won the first one, seven when we won the second one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I can't say that I, I remember those moments very vividly, but uh, <laughs> know, definitely introduced me to the game. Like we were living a two one Van Horn at Don Mills and, and Finch and, uh, my mom let me stay up for the 93 one. So, like, people were throwing toilet paper down the stairs and off the balconies. And I was like, yo, what? why is everybody so happy? I, I got to understand this. Uh, so, my first ever baseball glove I got, my parents got me a, a blue wand Guzman glove. And I was a cool kid in school when I had that back uh, at seven, eight years old. And uh, from there, I mean, I so be, uh, baseball was my first passion. Hockey was definitely second because the early years of our life, man, like, we were, we were going to the playoffs regularly. So it was normal. You know what I mean? Maybe we weren't winning, but it was just always going to be there. So I got into hockey then. And then, you know, basketball with the onset of the Raptors joining in 95, it's just that passion's only grown since then. Uh, but, you know, more so what I found in, as an adult, uh, sports gives me the ability to network with people in any, in any walk of life, to be honest. So Yes, totally agree with uh, that. Being up to speed on it helps in not just, you know, enjoying enjoying the games uh, as a fan, but there's there's many reasons to uh, to get into it. It can help you in other ways as well. Yeah, definitely. Like I think you hit on you hit it on it's uh, Mark when you said um yeah, it allows us to meet new people, allows us to I guess learn about different sports in general and listen to different people. So Bro, and bring speak, everyone speaking together. of that, like 
me and you having this conversation is purely because of that reason. We like I did not know you till we played in a, a softball league together, yeah, uh, many years ago. So there, there's an example of it as well. You know what I mean? And now here we are now, all these years later. Like here we now doing a podcast because we comment yeah. on each other's IG stories, and we're saying, on, this, <laughs> on this long yeah. weekend. Let's like start a minded, podcast. Like minded, yeah, because <laughs> right? that's what grown men so, do, right? We're not a being idiots anymore yeah <laughs> you're definitely right on that um but yeah that's i think that's what sports is it just brings people together it teaches you i think it also gets you in shape and phys- like physically fit or trying to be a healthy healthy lifestyle i think that's what 100%. We, i don't think in this today's generation they do that as much as before no, no, they, just, but, they want um, their 2k yeah. player to be 95 rated but they're yeah, not that, worry about themselves. that's another conversation we can have another day <laughs> when we go into esports i think Jeez. that's another genre we can del- go in a rabbit hole 100%. about 100 percent um i i don't know understand that but i would love to learn about it maybe we we'll get a person about it talking about it yeah. i'll le- um, i'll learn about it i don't know if i'll love it but yeah cool yeah. fair enough and that's what our <laughs> podcast is about i think exactly growth <laughs> yeah, like we are going to explore every sport and we're going to have a open mind and also no knowledge about it and try to learn and i think that's what our goal is of this podcast is to learn every aspect of sports and the issues that they face and just expose everyone to it and i think that's what's lacking in some of these podcasts today they're specific and, um, yeah they're very like tailored it's like the, you know you just focus on one thing um and, additionally like just for myself um, I, you know, I don't, I don't want people to be thinking that like I'm closed minded or small minded and not yeah, willing definitely. to hear another perspective. I absolutely am. Um, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll see that how we, how we progress over, over these next episodes here. Definitely. Um, so I think in today's episode, we're just going to, um, well, the reason why we started this podcast is also, um, why Shai are, uh, uh why we connected is that we both like to travel to every stadium. I think. Um, um, so one of my goals, um, a bucket list goals, is to visit every every four major sports arenas um, in my lifetime. Um, experiencing those cities, um, go on road trips and experiencing those cities. Experiencing like football, the NFL, the NHL, MLB, and NBA. So and just experiencing a game as a fan from just try to ex- like explore those type of stadiums and like team environment and not not just the, the stadium yes. um oh yeah the whole experience yeah, right. pregame uh you know there, there's the city like when i think about exactly the city when i think about baseball it's so crazy when you contrast going to a blue jays game even high high level playoff games compared to what it's like for a regular season game in boston or new york it's just it's insane how much passion there is, man. Um, and it's cool to go get a feel for that. You know what I mean? And, and talk baseball with people that are fans of another team. It doesn't matter, but they enjoy the sport. And immediately you have a bond and you can start talking about things with people that you would have otherwise never spoken to in this, in this foreign city. So that aspect's ever really cool for me as well when we go away to other places. And that aspect, we hope to have some guests from those cities and hopefully to give you a heads up on yes. where to go and not a tourist trap. Like, uh, obviously, you're going to do your research on Google or internet, the internet these days, um, and have it already there. But I think having it from a local uh, guest would exactly. probably make it much better. 
Um, I totally I experienced that on my road feel trip. of what their fans do when they go to games. That, that's what we want to bring. Not yeah. typically just going Google. Oh, you know, you're going to Chicago. What you should do as a baseball fan? No, screw that. Let's find out what they do over there, and we want to bring that information to you guys as well. When we can get back on the road, that is, of course. And hopefully that will be <laughs> September, and that's what I think is going COVID's going to end. But not just a hopeful. Uh, we'll put that on the back burner for now. We'll put that on the whiteboard. There's <laughs> yeah. like Ernie has ideas. Yeah, I'm not gonna give a child Barkley guarantee on that one, but <laughs> uh, the Barkley guarantees are the best. But yeah. bro, speaking of Barkley, uh, why don't we go with our NBA predictions uh, for each series right now in the first round? Uh, our predictions are like guarantees. <laughs> you get, I can guarantee you that the Bucks win game one of their series. Yeah, yeah. How about that? <laughs> so, I, I, so I understand we're doing it a little bit late. Today is a day one of the NBA yes. playoffs, but I think we can – the series ain't over yet, so we can give yeah. it a little prediction. We may have a little help by our first uh, look first at one game. of the games, but it's only one game, so we can leave that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll and you start know with we that can, game. Man. We can what start off thinking? with that game. I think that's the best game. Hundred percent. Start off with. So uh, yeah, Shai, you can give it a go. And uh, okay, so for me, um, I predicted Bucks in seven. Um, it, it, for yo, the Heat beat them in five last year, but this iteration of the Bucks is not the same team as last year. In fact, as I was saying to you earlier. I do think they're less talented. It's the less talented group that Giannis has worked with, least talented group that Giannis has worked with, in my opinion. Uh, but there's something off with the Heat, man. Like, they don't feel like that team that ran all the way to the finals last year. But, like, what I loved about this is, like, smash nose, old-school Eastern Conference basketball right here. Like, this reminded me of the Knicks versus the Heat on Sunday afternoons on on NBC, bro, those 1230 games. Mm-hmm. Just smash nose basketball is amazing. So, Definitely. I see Bucks in seven, and they're going to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the, like one of the former Eastern type slug it out, slug fest. But in today's era, you're not going to get Because remember, like, I don't know if you like, I, I watched a little bit of the game and I saw Duncan Robinson's flagrant foul on Chris Middleton. It just like <laughs> a shove a in the face when they said it was oh intended. Like, Yo, I think a lot of people are like, when they get fouled hard, they like, they lie down on the ground and make it appear worse than it really uh, is. And, and that's well, what today, I mean. And that's today's that's environment. They're of, trying to beat that's because the, of the world's favorite player does it all yeah. the time. So yeah, we'll uh, get to that eventually. It's a copycat league, as, as Masai says. So yeah, when one jackass does it, the rest do it as well. Yeah. But it's a joke. And that's what gets the fouls. And that's what it takes yeah, to win nowadays, right? Um, you're trying to but, turn my favorite game into the game that I don't like so much soccer. Let's not do that. Yes, uh, definitely. But like in terms of the Bucks Heat series, I do my pick um, the Bucks in seven as well. I think it'll be a slugfest of what go. They'll split these first four games, like it'll go, like it'll go one back and forth. I think it's going to come down to one possessions each game. Um, I, I think Giannis, as you said, is the out of his three iterations of like this Bucks era. Um, you're right. I think this is probably the weaker, weaker overall team. I think they they sold, they had to gamble a bit, like selling off their depth for Drew Holiday. But I do think Drew Holiday pick up with a big one for them to shore up some defensive uh, um, weaknesses. Um, and I think Chris Middleton, I think Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton have something to prove. I think 
they want to show that they're the right Robins to Giannis. And I think Giannis True. is trying to prove that, like, he's, he's, to be honest, he choked the past two years. And I think he's just trying to figure out how to get over the hump. And I think he just got to figure out, like, the main thing in today's game, he had to make free throws, and he's still not making them. Yeah, that's, uh, that I don't was know. Rough. Like that was rough. You you gotta make them. Like after three years, you gotta make free throws. Like you're how much are you getting paid? Two hundred something million. You have time to like. I, it must be psychological. Um, it has to be, man. But also in terms of um, Miami Heat, Eric Spoelstra is one of one of the best coaches in NBA. He takes some crappy teams and uh, gets the most out of them. Um, I guess Jimmy he, Butler. He, he hasn't lost. He's never once lost. Well, other than when LeBron complained about him, because, well, LeBron complained about anybody. But yeah. uh, that being said, other than that, he's had some not very talented teams that he, he maximizes what they can get with the talent that they have. Something's to be said about that. And, yo, I think Jimmy's the perfect star for him. When your head coach has a guy that looks at the game the way that you do, that that is in- incredible. Like, they have such... Uh, they, they, they just see the game the same way. And so when your star sees the game way the same way as the coach, everybody else is going to fall in line is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. And I, I also think like Miami last year, it was a Cinderella run. I think it was just a, they were the best team in that environment, a bubble environment. I that think yep. like, it know, it is like, and personally it's like, I hate playing outside. I'm better in, inside the gym. So they would be like the bubble with the perfect environment with them. And they took fully advantage of it and they got to the finals. I don't think it will happen again this year. Um, I know it's like a, it's like a wishy-washy comment, but like, I do think the environment played a role. Um, they were just perfect suited toward that. Cause they're camaraderie. Um, but Same like with the team that won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I we'll, get, we'll get to that one on our point. Um, but in terms of Miami, like they have like, they have some vets too, like Dragons. They've been in many playoff battles. Like their team, they have a lot of like greedy guys like Ariza. Uh, Iguodala, like they, these guys make winning plays, so I that's why I think it goes to seven. And also, I think I don't think Miami has hero for these these couple games. I haven't didn't see him. Yeah. So, um, and I think the key matchup is if Bam versus like a, a like a third tertiary matchup. It's Bam versus Robin Lopez. Like today, I did not see anything from Bam, and Bam's supposed to be an all star. Or Brooks, like, yeah, Brook Lopez. Brook Lopez, sorry, yeah. So, and Brook Lopez played awesome today. Like, he was the most consistent player today. He, like, if you look at his, like, stats today, it just... Uh, and so, the thing is, like, if you remember the Toronto-Brooklyn series, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, the Toronto-Milwaukee series, game one, my heart sank when that boy just dropped, like, 30 on our head. He was yeah. draining threes. And I was like, the thing is, man, it's not consistent with him. Like, everything shows us that he'll get... But, you know what? Throughout a seven-game series, you're going to need contributions throughout the roster. If today was the Brook Lopez game, so be it. Giannis had a decent game. It wasn't his best. That's what you need consistently. And then, you know, somebody else is going to step up uh, on the roster to augment what he does every game. Yeah. So today was Brook, and that's perfect, man. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brook, Lope, Brook Lopez had 18-8. Yeah, 18-8. Made all, most of his free throws. And uh, one more correction. Harrow did play today, so but he was 2 for 10. So that's why I thought he didn't play today. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, fair enough. Yeah. How about, uh, how about the, the second game on the schedule there, Mavericks-Clippers? Yeah. Let's move on to the Mavericks and the Clippers. Um, this is a 4-5 matchup, right? 
I believe. Four or five matchups. Oh, oh, good. I didn't expect Dallas to be this high, but um, I know. Uh, this one, I put Clippers in six again. Um, yeah. I just think eventually they'll, they'll figure out Luca, um, and I think Porzingis is just so injury prone. I wouldn't put it past it that, and I don't wish upon injury upon anyone, but. Uh, Porzingis, he hasn't hasn't shown that he's been available all the time. So, um, like in the Clippers, you have uh, you have Kawhi who wants to prove that. Like last year, they they choked, um, and playoff P or Paul George has a lot to prove this like series, like this whole playoff. Paul, Paul George has the most to prove this playoffs. Yes, the most. Like because when those guys talked a lot, and like Kawhi, when Kawhi makes a power move to move. Yeah, to move to LA, the LA Clippers and move Paul George with them, then yeah, the 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 bullseye's on your back. Like you, you're gonna get it, and they got it. That they didn't make it, and all that. Uh, what do you call it? When you when you make a trade and your next first round pick is currently currently 14 years old doing homework at home, you know that's how long we are away from the Clippers having a draft pick again, mm-hmm. and you're one of the stars that was brought in on that trade you need to deliver a title. There's, there's no, oh, we made the finals and that's a step for us. No, 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 no. Title or bust, it's done. Like that, 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 that even with a title, man, I don't know if I like, like that's a ridiculous amount of picks they gave up. Um, but the, the point is he needs to, he needs to deliver. Kawhi's going to give you Kawhi numbers. Kawhi's going to put up 30, 10, and 8, and you're not even going to notice that he did it all game. He's, you're going to get that every game from him. But PG needs to step up. I really like the Rondo pickup at the trade deadline. What they were locking was a true point guard, and Rondo does that supremely well. So that's a big pickup for them. Um, haven't liked the way how Serge has looked this all year. I feel bad for him, miss him. Uh, but it's good. I man, like you said, uh, I think you you uh, hit the main point. Once what they need to neutralize is Luca. Luca, that Luca's that guy. Love that guy. Uh, but. If they can, once they figure that out over a seven-game series, fix up their schemes, you do have to think the Clippers will come out of the series. Yeah, like, but like when look at down up and down the roster is like, yeah, Luka Doncic, Porzingis, and Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway, yep. And then that's their like main three or whatever you want to call it, and then it's like Kleber, Finney Smith, Melly, Powell, Collie Stein. Like they're not like. Star studded, like I, that's why I think a lot of people say Luka Doncic needs like more help. Um, yeah. but Luka Doncic, he's just been carrying this team already. Um, like he looked really good right now in this game one. Um, Lucas looked good all year, man. He's insane. Yeah, like yeah, I I can't explain. And Clippers, it just like they're they're they signed these guys, these veteran guys like Abaka, Rondo. Cousins, like, you hope one of them turns out, like, has a big impact. Because if they don't, then I don't think, I don't see, like, I possibly could see an upset, but I still, I'm still going with the Clippers. I think Kawhi and Paul George will overpower um, the uh, small forward spot for this team. And then they, they're, they're going to go off eventually. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm shocked. At, like, it's the end of the third right now. I'm shocked at the score. But I, I'm going to stick by uh, both of our predictions. And uh, Clippers it, and six it is a close game it's not like it's like 86 80 yeah exactly so and and now it's crunch time so let's see what happens let's see yeah 
Um, but so, um, with the with the Celtics next, the next one, the next game coming up. What do you got there? Well, next game here, all oh, Celtics. They won the play-in game against Russ, which was uh, who? Um, uh, Jason Tatum dropped a fifty piece. Right, and dropped a fifty piece. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no Brown. No, they have no Brown. Um, against the Nets, I still th- I think this is Nets in five. Um, Nets have proven to me that they can outscore anyone. Um, with that big three, I think anyone who can individually uh, score one on one has a, an advantage. And you have Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Like I don't know who the other two would be. Probably Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan at the five, and that's incredible. Like. Yeah, like you could try out that lineup, and that's not even the best lineup because they probably I think there's who do they have? They have like other uh, veterans playing too. Um, let me just go to that series, but uh, yeah, and then Celtics don't have Jalen Brown. I don't, I, and Brad Stevens on the hot seat because he, I don't think he's maximizing that roster, but roster not that great as well. <laughs> it's like hey, it's look not, at it. it, it it's a flawed roster. And I look at it. I think it's just the media, American media, just made like Boston, 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 Boston. Of course, that, Danny Ainge is a king. Um, you know, even the master and everything, blah, blah, right? But um, right now, that that roster isn't the greatest. Um, also, man, like I just hear me out. Russell went twenty-two, fourteen, and eleven for the month of April, for the entire month, uh, and he was consistently playing well in May. Uh, he preferred, I just think he preferred the matchup against the 76ers. The way that he played in that Celtics playing game, it's like he really didn't want to win oh, that game. If, if I had to, <laughs> I know we don't talk about like dogging it or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, but that's a part of the game. You want the best I, matchup to win, right? Why not? Why? It, do it, it's, you don't, you don't typically, being that low in the standings, you don't get opportunities where you can dictate you know what happens and he did because yo that game is an anomaly everything else he's done for the last six weeks has been absolutely ridiculous and he just so happens to have a crap game that game so we'll see uh but yeah so 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 what what are you thinking how many games you're thinking for that uh, Celtics series a Celtics series uh I say Nets in five I think Tatum has one crazy a crazy game yeah um and he just takes over like I know he has Kemba and Marcus Smart will probably guard Kyrie or one of them and he'll say he's one of the best defenders or whatever he wants to do, like uh, being a pest. But you can't stop. As you know, KD is he's a bad man. Remember Patrick, when the Patrick Beverly went against him and they started doing yeah. that little rough stuff? He's, a, he's Kevin Durant, like you said. And he'll, he'll drop 50 on yourself. Like, anytime. Anytime. Walking bucket. And, um, and Kyrie, Kyrie against his former team too. So <laughs> there's a lot of like little... Uh, like sideline stories, like little, like secondary stories that are like plots are in this series. Um, and Kemba, Kemba, I think I heard somewhere, like Kenny Smith was saying, Kemba versus um, uh, Kemba versus Kyrie is like they said who's the best in Brooklyn or where best in uh, like a New York Boston. City ball. Yeah, like yeah. New York City. They're both from New York, oh, yeah, New yeah, York yeah, City yeah. area. So. He was saying something about that, but like Kemba, Kemba, I think Kemba's peaked. I think, I, 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 I don't think he can compete with this type of, like he'll have some good games, but I don't think they can get over the hump against this team. Uh, and oh, I yeah, just who, don't think he's a good fit. Yes. Also, I forgot 
Brooklyn has added some depth. They have Jeff Green and Joe Harris. I forgot Joe Harris. So you're yeah, gonna double shooters. You're gonna double any of these guys. Joe Harris is waiting. Like he's exactly. a great three point shooter. Dead eye like, shooter. Dead eye. He, he's gonna play the role that Corver played for the Cavs when he won. Yeah. Man, when they won. Yeah. Uh, spot up, get open, hit those threes when the ball comes to you, man. That's all he needs to do. I'm going. I'm going with the same prediction as you. I, I'm saying Brooklyn in five. Um, but you know what? It, I, it's going to be an interesting series to watch because now the games matter. How is the big three going to coexist? Because uh, we really have not been able to see too much of it just yet. It's always been one person out or two of them out um, after the trade. But let's see how this goes. I mean, I'm, I'm glad they got an easy matchup. I, I want to see this team go far for damn sure. Yeah. Um, but let's see how let's see how it goes. And you know, I, you know what, Kyrie, man, I like sometimes I wish he'd shut the hell up, but he just joined that 50, 40, 90 club. You got to yeah. rate what he does on the basketball court. There's no denying his skill there, man. He, he, it's impressive. Yeah, always. And also, I think it's Steve Nash's first coaching playoff. So yes, yes. he has Mike D'Antoni, don't D'Antoni with him. So yeah. we'll see how he reacts. And Brad Stevens, one of the best tacticians too. So we'll see. He has a lot. He's on the hot seat. Let's see if he can maximize. I think if they get like two games, it's like yeah, a that's, win that's, for Brad good. Stevens. But like, yeah, it's going to be Brooklyn. This, this, that team's in shambles, bro. Like Boston is in a similar position to us where first round victories don't mean nothing no more. Yeah. So they're in shambles, but they'll have the excuse of Brown not being there. So fair, fair enough. You know what I mean? Um, and then, yo, the, the, fourth, the fourth game to finish off today would be uh, Portland at Denver. Who well, you got? One of my favorite series. Like this is going to be hey. like at, out of the top eight. Um, I would say oh, this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with Dame. Dame time. Um, I know Jokic will be the MVP at the end of the season, but Portland. Um, they lost in the first round last year. They won the play-in game. They went to LeBron to five. Like they got that one game, but I never felt that they were always truly healthy. And this could be the first year they are truly healthy. Like, I know they, they, they were, I guess they were injury prone during the season, but eventually at the end of the season, they started fighting their group. And um, I think they have Dame, they have CJ, and our boy Norman Powell is there. Um, and I hope he becomes a difference. I hope, I always wish any Raptor helped us win a championship. I know that's a homer in me, but I think they can push. Uh, I think they can take advantage of their guard play. I know, and I also think Jokic versus Nurkic is actually a good uh, battle. Uh, as you, a little tidbit that they used to be teammates. I think they had to train Nurkic to make room yep. for Jokic. So, um, a little factoid. So, I think that's a little game within the game, right? It's like, you, I got traded for you, like to make room for you, so let's go, let's go head-to-head, right? It's always that little sense of competition. But also with Denver, I think... Losing Jamal Murray hurts. He is one guy that he can take over a game, right? And um, yeah, we'll see if Michael Porter and Aaron Gordon step up. And they brought Aaron Gordon for this reason. Like, yeah. And Michael Porter, we'll see. He, this is his time to shine. And this is where you make names, right? In the playoffs, right? This you is where have, you can step up and make a name for yourself. 100%. And this, and this is where you win your contracts. <laughs> so, 100%. So, Michael Porter has been playing well lately. So, and he's pretty good. I, um, <laughs> so I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he especially after Murray went down. Yeah, he got all the touches. So, but but he got all the touches. But he still was able to do his part and uh, put the ball in the bucket. So good on him. Uh, I, Jokic is my guy. 
the most unathletic body in any of the major professional sports, and he's going to win MVP. That is an absolute legend right there. Oh, but full respect Dame for Dollar Nathan. is Dame Dollar. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. The so, Dame, uh, Dame yeah, Dollar is Dame Dollar. Let's see what happens. I think I think Portland wins this in seven. Yeah, that's why I have Portland in seven. I think yeah, Nikola Jokic played like for out of, like he's not out of shape, but he's like for us when we watch him, he looks out of shape, and he's averaging. 26, exactly. 11, 26, <laughs> 11, and 8. Like, that's incredible. In the best league in the world. world. This guy's doing that. Same with Luca, yo. Yeah. Luca yeah. looks like he has a cheeseburger every day and yeah. just absolutely dummying people at 21 years old. It's ridiculous. But I do think Dame is on a mission. Um, uh, he was in the MVP talks before, before he got injured. So I think yeah. he's yeah. on, he's like, you know, the little sleeper, sleeper team. This is my sleeper team, the Portland Trailblazers. Because I do think. Absolutely. It, yeah, we'll go and see who they play in against Suns or Lakers. But if they do play the Lakers, I think they're, they're a team that can be and I, they can give them a run for their money. Also, don't forget they have Carmelo. They have a, they have some guys on that bench. They're like this is probably the most deepest team they had in a while. They have Covington. Um, Absolutely, uh, um, yo, they like the, 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 that's gonna be a good trade for both sides. Like, I, I like, I like, yeah, 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 Perfect. Uh, Portland, uh, you know, I think the trade that Toronto and Portland made will end up being a good trade for both sides. I think we got a younger version of Norm. They needed a more accomplished scorer off the bench, and that's what they got. I mean, he, his role changes from time to time there, but it, it's a good trade. They're trying to win now. We're trying to build pieces right now as we're kind of in a state of flux, so that was good. Yeah. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm saying Portland in seven. Um, let's see what happens. Yeah, because... I think Norman Powell is actually a good pickup because it's a three guard lineup that they run, but they do have two bigs like they have Nurk and not Nurk and uh, Enos Cantor. So like they have some guys that Matt like can rebound for them. So not like they're giving up so much. They're they need they don't need so much of the rebounding from the guards or yeah. the wings because they're eating up a lot just with having two classic big guys. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I don't know. like American media. They're not high on Powell, so that's just because he came from Toronto. So, like, I watch a lot of podcasts. They're not here high on him, but bro, that's motivation for him, man. That's and I think he hears it. I think, don't worry. I think he'll be, uh, he'll be, he'll be fine. And but ESPN has Denver winning the series, so um, at fifty four percent, we're going against the grain. We're going against the grain. So this is our upset pick of this. <laughs> so. Um, but hopefully it's 10 30 game you can go these this series will be worth staying up for. All right. So you oh, can order, order out, wait out, wait up to eat and <laughs> watch uh, some good basketball. Get those chicken wings and watch some solid basketball late at night. Because this is a rematch of from uh, 2019. Um if you remember. Yeah, and same core too, basically. So yeah. All right. So but then we got uh Washington Philly go. Washington, Philly. Okay, so Washington beat. Who did they beat to get in? Oh, they beat Indiana team. Um, that was in flux without Karis yes. Levert. So I didn't expect yes. much from that that playing game. But Russ and Beal, and what like what can I say that they're just playing? They got this team that was left for dead. They're seventeen and 30, 32 and they ran off seventeen and they ran off seventeen wins and six losses. Um, after the Gary Trent Jr. buzzer beater, 
if I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> so right after that, that was their, that was their, uh, like, I guess, I guess turning point. IMAX point, turning point. Yeah. Their low point. Yeah. 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 Low like, point. Okay, That's a lot of trying to find, but I think they're, they give a Philly some type of problem because Russ and Bradley Beal are like, they're really like a pro, like their backcourt is just like, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. Russ will get his 20, 10 and 15, whatever his unorthodox way of doing inefficiently. Um, but Bradley Beal is a bucket too. He can drop 40, 50 and take games. Anytime. They, they will be in game. These games will be close. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They will. They'll be close because um, Washington doesn't have any depth. I mean, sorry. No. Um, that, that, sorry, that, I, I don't know how to argue. Like, uh, Washington has no depth, which would be their weakness. But I think Bradley Beal and Russell will carry this team two close games. And the downfall you will be. You have two there. game breakers. Yeah. Um, so they're they're gonna they're gonna will their way to keeping you in series. I say uh, I still say Philly in six. Oh, okay, I have Philly in five, but I think uh, five, Joel, yeah. I think Joel Embiid will eat up Alex Len, who is right now Washington's oh starting God. center. Alex Len is in the playoffs, and the Raptors are yes. shoot me in the head. Oh, like Alex Len made the right decision. He got a bought up, bought out, and then went to Washington <laughs> for minutes. He just went for minutes. Like he just wanted, to, like he didn't expect to make I the playoffs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He just wanted I, minutes like to play. Yeah, he getting paid right now, and. uh like I look at this Washington roster, it's just like people I don't know. Like I know I'm not, I'm not like like Hachimura is a good draft pick, like they had a couple of years ago and Bertans. developed. Bertrand is actually a good three point shooter from the Spurs yeah, culture, he but was he's, a good three point shooter until he that was, playing game. He was not oh playing well, and um, terrible. He was one for it ten. It was a calamity of errors. Yes. Yeah, man. Like just everybody had bad games at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, like Philly, Philly just. I think it's like I think I heard Danny Green in another podcast saying it's it's similar to what he felt in with Kawhi and similar to what he felt with LeBron. It's like this team is ready to make the move. And I, I really think He's this is, guy. I really think this year is Philly's you know, not year, but it's their year to make it. Like they can sneak in they have the one seed, they'll be in the Eastern Conference final if they all goes well and not be upset by anyone else. Like from drastic Yo. We believe era type um, things. But big, biggest impact, one last point, and then we'll move on to yeah. the Lakers here. But the biggest thing for me uh, with Philly is they tweaked up the offense to make it known that Joel Embiid is the primary force in this offense. And congratulations, Doc. Absolutely Doc. important. Doc, <laughs> Doc was the one. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and that, that has made the difference for them. You saw them take a step. And respect to Simmons, yo. He understands his limitations. He knows what he's good at. I don't like that he doesn't work hard at trying to get better at things he's not good at. Yeah, definitely. But a, like he that. knows where he fits and how to play. Um, yeah. How to play the system and be helpful to this team succeeding. So, um, good good on them there. Yeah, I think Simmons now, understands. Uh, Sorry, yeah. I did this one more thing. I just want to think Simmons understands he has to be the best defensive player. Like, he understands exactly. that he's going he's gonna to lock down the other guy. and doesn't care about, like, whatever touches he gets. The offense exactly. is all MB. Exactly. We're going to run through MB and exactly. run through everything. Um, yeah, exactly. let's move 100%. on. 100%. So, Lakers, Suns. Oh, the Lakers, the defending NBA champions. Global champions. Uh, but uh, the, this one, I, I think the first time where I think is the, the lower seed, the seventh seed, is so favored well, over the Suns. And I think it's, 
I think it's fair to say to say it is like the Lakers should be number well, one. Tony, yeah, if, if they no were injuries happen, the they injury. should be number one. Yeah. But um, this is where they have have it. Suns got number two seed, and I think it'll be Lakers in six. Um, I think LeBron and AD will figure it out in between the mid series when they go back home to uh, La La Land, and then they will. Like AD is gonna eat up Aiton or any of the other bigs, and I don't think Phoenix has anyone to guard LeBron. It just that that's the way it is. Like he had Mikel Bridges, but he's a young pup. He's in his first postseason, and you're going against LeBron James. Yeah, that's not a good yeah. like, uh, equation for winning. Not at all. Like I understand Chris uh, Paul win games, but like, yeah, go ahead. For um. Yeah, again, you, you hit it with uh, Lakers not being a typical seven seed. Like, they were absolutely much higher until the injuries kicked in with, with their stars. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate. I, I, I feel bad for Chris Paul, Devin Booker, that uh, they end up – they have a great season. It's great to see that development because Booker's never experienced winning before. Um, and just mad respect to CP. It's an undeniable fact that any team CP goes through, the ceiling is immediately raised on that team. Uh, and he's doing that as a 36, 37 year old. Crazy yes. that he's had that impact. It's crazy. That's that leadership. Like that is leadership. That's who you paid for. 100%. But in terms of a prediction for this series, uh, you know, unfortunately, I do have to say Lakers in uh, in six. And I'm very sad about that, but uh, it's okay. Uh, but it also it's okay. Goes, you can, also you can say what your feelings are about Lakers. You know, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's your player. That shall not uh, be named, right? <laughs> my boy, that's that's comeback over there. I just think it's very, very, very coincidental that in the 68 year year history of the NBA Finals, there's never been a team that uh, has won an NBA title. So, yo, as a fan, when my team makes a seven or eight, that's nothing for me to celebrate. Because what that means is my team's gonna get washed in the first round. There's nothing for me to celebrate there. I don't like mediocre teams. Now, all of a sudden, the league introduces a playing tournament, and we're going to have a seven seed go all the fucking way. Like, it's, it's just, it, and of course, it's going to be LeBron James that leads that, right? Like, I don't know. Am I sounding like a conspiracy theorist, or is it kind of odd uh, that in 68 years it never happened, and now it's happening? I'm all with that. I, I think the narrative is he, his path to the finals, it, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, they're gonna say it's like uh, Phoenix, a number one, a number two seed, a number one seed. He went through oh, yeah. or whatever. He's had the hardest path he's ever had. Yeah. Shut up. I don't want to like, hear it. But it's like you know, you're you're selling the wrong thing to fans. Like if you're saying that this play-in tournament is good, and you should buy in, because now we have one example of a LeBron James-led team. Coincidentally, the first year we've ever had a play-in go all the way. No, I like historical data, and historical data tells me that a seven seed means absolutely nothing, and I don't want to be in that. That was the Raptors for so many years, man, losing the first round. Losing, was that fun? Yeah, it was cool, but the, ty- the purpose is to win a title, and this playing tournament is going to teach a bunch of fan bases, oh, yeah, let's fight for that 10 seed. Then we yeah. have a chance. No, you don't, buddy. No, you don't. And that's no, why I mad respect to Mr. Sai, because he feels exactly like I do. F the playing. We ain't trying to. We're trying to win titles here. Yeah. We're not trying to win playing. Totally agree with that. Game. I really so suggest BS. you guys watch. Uh, uh, for all our listeners, I really suggest you watch Masai Ujiri's end of season press conference. I oh, think that he goes man, through. Bro. It's not just basketball. It's about how you be a leader. Like, like he's the leader, right? Yeah. So just yeah, just check it out. Um, but yeah, Lakers six, 
I'm not. We can as the season goes, as the series goes on, we can have more comments about it. But yeah, I think it. Yeah, nothing else to be said. But so we can move on. Probably the most. I guess if Portland and Denver are the most exciting series on the other side, I think this series is actually pretty interesting too. Two teams that haven't been to the playoffs in a while. Um, the Trey Young led Atlanta Hawks versus. Uh, I never thought I would say this, but the Julius Randle-led New, New York Knickerbockers. The, the four-seeded Julius Randle and Canadian R.J. Barrett-led yes. New York Knickerbockers. Let's go. Totally forgot about R.J. Barrett. I know he's in the, he has to be put some respect on his name. He needs to be top e. Billy. Like, I know you guys know all about uh, Zion and... Um, yeah. I, don't know, I forgot who was the other second pick in that draft. Oh, John Moran, but R.J. Yeah. RJ is on the fourth best team in the East. <laughs> so, RJ is, is the highest seeded player uh, of those three right now. Uh, but Jaws sick too. Oh yeah, I love Jaws. We'll get to him later. But um, that's the side last series, yeah. Yes, but like this series, what I do think you got it, for this one? It's a, it's a pick'em series, I think. But I do think New York will beat Atlanta, um, just because they have some players that have some playoff experience, with, such as Derrick Rose. Um, Right. Actually, this one player. I think Derek Rose only. Right, so I think. <laughs> but we have like I think Julius Randle's on the one right now. There, man. Like yeah. Oh, whew. Uh, he fucking won me fantasy, him play... baby. Uh-huh. Pardon? <laughs> he, he won me my fantasy league, man. Yeah. I got him like with he's, the seven or eight pick, and he yeah, actually he, went off. He's a big. He's he's been shooting threes and been going to post. He just plays passionate. Like he shows he wants to win. Um, and Derek Rose is like I hate. I think he had a IG post today. Like. Oh, you look like vintage D Rose. When D Rose is just, I just reinvented my game. I'm doing something different. Um, like I don't jump as high or whatever, but I'm just thinking the game like differently. And he's been playing well. Um, Super. Uh, there's some other young guys too. Like um, they have RJ Bear. They okay, have uh, a, Mitchell Rod- Robinson, isn't it? No, no, he's out for the season. Um, but he's out for the season. Yeah, yeah. so they have uh, RJ Bear, Ian Quickly. They have a Bullock for threes. Um, who else do they have? They have some guy. Reggie like, Bullock's been a nice pick for them, uh, nice player for them as well, man. Yep. Uh, who else do they have? They have some like a Merlin Noel, like there's some like journeymen, like the New York misfits. Like they have a lot of misfits that New York had to pick yeah. up just to fill out salary cap, and it's actually pretty funny. Like if it's kind of reminiscent of the Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas Knicks, but they actually mm. play well. <laughs> like yeah. They have Todd uh, Gibson, uh, like well, oh grizzled I, vet. Yeah, grizzled vet. Like played on Chicago Tom Thibodeau teams and uh, Alex Burks, a former lottery pick for Utah. Um, oh yeah, Alfred Payton, another lottery pick from Orlando. So, like, yeah, they have some nice pieces, and I think this will should be enough to play Atlanta. Um, and Atlanta has Trey Young, Bogdanovich, uh, I believe his name is the one that Milwaukee Bogdan, tried to take for. Yeah, Bogdan. Kevin Herter, yeah, uh, Kevin John Herter. Collins, Clint Capella. They got talent, bro. They got talent too, but I don't know. Like they already put out that. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, you know what, man? Finish up, and then yeah, let me know your uh, number of games for this. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, your, your thoughts there. Sorry, just going like um, yeah, Atlanta has both of Daniel Gallinari, and I think. They have a really nice team and Tony Snell and whatever. Um, but I still think Knicks will win just because of home court. Um, yeah. 
they have the I think they have the most people allowed in the home garden right now, like percentage wise yeah. of fans, and I think that will help them win out. I think it, they're just, they're just the success story of this year, and I think Trey so, Young, uh, I think Trey Young is this, a, this a learning experience. Basketball man, yeah, exactly learning experience. Like for both of these, that's the beauty of it. Like yeah. I just you know you know we've been through the lows of lows as a Raptor yeah. fan and the highs of highs. We've experienced all of them. Right now, both of these franchises, I think, are entering a very, very fun time to be a fan of those teams, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, the Knicks, man, I'm not even mad. It's just good for the game of basketball. It's good for me and you as a fan if the Knicks are relevant in basketball. That's just a fact. It's like when the Leafs are good, it's good. It's important. These are iconic franchises. So that's number one. So it's great to see that. Yo, Atlanta, man, Trey Young's legacy will inevitably be tied to Lucas. Uh, they always said you're not going to be able to draft Trey and then build a team that's a winner around him. Mm-hmm. Look, he's, you know, three, four years in, now they're into the playoffs as a fifth seed. So uh, I, I enjoy watching him play. Is he the most efficient player? No, but he, he's, he is the product of Steph Curry changing the game, man. He, he is completely from the school of, I'm going to play the game like Steph does and got drafted and now he's a leader of, of a team as well. And man, you can directly tie a line between Steph doing what he did in the game to Trey becoming who he is now and more many more players to come I think but I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say Knicks in six and I'm I'm gonna enjoy watching every game of this series to be completely honest (laughs) just neutral just to just to be to see how these kids go at each other and both of them are gonna be better for going through this experience 100 percent and like I said I say uh, Knicks in seven so I like you yeah it's gonna be a fun series to watch no doubt about it. No Absolutely. rooting interest. It's just watching teams figure it out Basketball. for the first time. Exactly. And I think that's what's interesting about it. And uh, finally, we have um, Memphis, Utah. Yeah, this is this is a, like um, Memphis got in with um, a win over Steph, Steph, Stephen Curry. Wardell Curry, whatever you want to call him. He's had like a crazy like run this past couple months. And uh, some say he's the MVP, but yes, Memphis beat him. And the reason why Memphis beat him is because their depth is re- really good for a young team. For some odd reason, they have depth. And I think that's because of all of losing and all the draft picks, but they had some nice pickups. But I still think Utah has played well throughout the whole year from start to finish and they got the number one seed i think they'll pull through in five um this is john moran's first rodeo in the playoffs yes. and i think he has to be a, uh like in for a like a rude awakening like just like a, it's just like um initiation he has to go through initiation. it right now it's a part of the process man it, and I, it must be so exciting to be a memphis fan right now loki i am man like jv's there dylan brooks is my guy yo dylan brooks i like what is he so sick, man? He just tries so hard on defense. He's always got the toughest defensive matchup every night. I love it. And yes, like it's crazy. Like I love that he takes ownership of that, man. There's not enough of that in the league. Um, Jaws, that guy, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm really pissed off how much the NBA has pushed Zion down our throat. Zion wasn't even playing last year, and all I see is Zion on TV. Meanwhile, John Moran is leading this young team back to relevance. And people like now, now of course, they're gonna jump on the bandwagon. But where was this the last? 24 months when Jaws has been going off, making his team better. Zion, oh, sure, he gets you some empty dunks and, and losses. But yeah. that's what you want to push down my throat is nonsense, man. But um, I do agree. I, I think Jazz in uh, five, it's a veteran team. Uh, Jazz are now first, you know, they got to get through the first round. And unacceptable. It shouldn't be close. Uh, the talent's there. Uh, but I think the games are going to be fun, man. I think they're going to be very fun to watch. I mean, you got... 
You got JV, who's actually a very efficient down low he, scorer. He's the most efficient player, cool. one of the efficient player down there. It's this crazy, NBA. and and now he's got to go up against the wall, uh, Rudy Gobert there, um, Conley, the vet, going up against John Morant. You're gonna have Brooks locking down Spider. So there's some nice matchups to talk about. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm in agreements with you. Uh, agreements with you there. Uh, yeah. Five games for for the Jazz. Yeah, I think Jazz. It just that you you have this great season, you just can't lose in the first round, and I don't think. Exactly. They will. I think they have the they have their defensive plan. They spread the ball movement. Simil- like I I, I kind of compare this team to the Raptor team of 2018, where they had like it had everything going, like the bench mob, uh, a good starting cat core. They're just there. Like I think whatever Shaq says, Donovan Mitchell not a superstar, whatever. But they have everything. They have a shot maker. They have a big, and they had uh, this year. They have a uh, what's the name Bojanovic. Again this year for the run, so um, yeah, added him. Yeah, so he's not. Yeah, he wasn't there last year in the bubble, so I think it's their time to make a run. Like I think it's their time to make. A run. And I haven't even mentioned Mike Conley, so I think yeah, their run is their year to make it to the, the. So you have to win the first round. So you got to get to the uh, for them. I, I think the third round would be. Uh... Yeah, would I think it'll be a uh, uh, what do you call it, a milestone for them because I they've been through but, the first and second round for a while. They just gotta push through. exactly. But you know what? We'll get into details of that um, when we cover the second round previews in a couple of weeks because we yeah. will definitely be doing that. We'll see how they play throughout this one week or week and a yeah. half. Yeah, and you know, so, we yeah. gotta keep uh, we gotta keep track of our um, our predictions and see how right we were. No, definitely. I'll note that down and put on our uh, let's IG page for this. <laughs> Um, yeah, we got to do that. But um, yeah, no, that's our prediction for the NBA playoffs. Um, I think you, for the everyone first else... round. Pardon? Yeah, for the first round. For the yeah. first round, yeah. So, yeah, just enjoy the Pretty games, in depth man. There. Yeah, have fun. And if you're a fan of basketball, what a time to be alive! Uh, you've got some great matchups here. Uh, what we'll do? So we'll hit. We'll come back with some hockey talk on our next pod. Then uh, we're. Haven't really touched that just yet, but we'll, we'll uh, we want to be varied, so we're gonna we'll have that discussion offline and, and hit you with some hockey content coming up soon as well. And definitely, and then I think that's what our that's what our podcast is about. Very, uh, op- uh, very uh, versatile. We're going to every type of sport. So if you Diverse, have a sport that like you the want... Canadian population, yes, <laughs> we had to go. To, we had to obviously we're in Canada. We got to talk about hockey, and we're not going to talk about hockey and like the whatever you type of here in. On the radio and a fan fight, like on the Ooh, normal. A couple of good Canadian boys out there, eh? Yeah, you're yeah. Get that, yeah uh, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what we see as hockey players as a person of color. <laughs> so, the game itself, exactly. Our, percep- our perception of the game. Yes. Like, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about in the next podcast. And uh, yeah, that's how we're going to end it. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, hope you can bear us while we listen to this uh listen to our podcast but yeah see you around next time um for the next episode of gsp um and i'm signing off and you too shy thank you very much go paul and then, yeah anybody that's uh, listened thus far um hopefully you picked something up or you enjoyed it uh and you join us uh for this for this little ride that we're gonna go on here on the gsp so uh thank you guys talk to you guys soon peace bye-bye